chatting about intimate partner violence. This is something we don't talk about very often and is often missed during our assessments, but it is important to know this, the proper screening methods, whom to screen, and how to help our patients if they are a victim of intimate partner violence or IPV. Uncovering and providing support for those that are victims is important, but there are other health problems that are linked to this that we should also be aware of, such as hypertension, hyperlipidemia, and heart disease. Not to mention victims are more likely to have chronic pain, attempt suicide, be a smoker, and have an overall higher mortality. Currently, there are no defined adequate screening tests. The USPSTF has recommended that we screen women of childbearing age for IPV and to refer women who screen positive to intervention services. There are currently no studies or screening or interventions for IPV in men, although it can be seen up to 30.9% of men in their lifetime. When speaking to a patient about IPV, be sure to maximize the environment by making sure you are in a private and safe setting. The patient's partner should not be in the room, nor should they be told about the encounter. Some strategies to communicate with your patient alone include having the staff bring the patient back alone, or even setting up an agenda at the beginning of the encounter that includes examining the patient alone and then talking together at the end. This also eliminates suspicion that can occur if the partner is in the room. You can also have the patient be removed from the room to do vitals in order to speak to them. Although USPSTF recommends to screen all women of childbearing age, we should recognize some signs consistent with IPV so that we can screen others as well. This includes bruising with multiple stages of healing, especially on the head, face, and neck, recurrent STIs, unwanted pregnancies, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, suicidal thoughts, and patients who have self-harm. There are some questions you can ask to prompt the discussion of IPV, like how are things at home? Or how do you and your partner get along? There is a screening tool that can be helpful, the WASTSF and WAST, so WAST. Keep in mind the sensitivity of the WAST SF is 92% and the specificity is 56%, whereas the WAST sensitivity is 47% and specificity is 96%. So if you are going to use these screening tools, it's best to use them in conjunction. WAST SF should be done first, and it includes a, in general, how would you describe your relationship? No tension, some tension, a lot of tension. And then number two, do you and your partner work out arguments with no difficulty, some difficulty, or great difficulty? This questionnaire would be positive if any of the answers are answered with a, a lot of tension and great difficulty. If those are positive, moving on to the WAST questionnaire, which includes assign one of the following to each question, never, sometimes, or often. Do arguments ever result in you feeling down or bad about yourself? Do arguments ever result in hitting, kicking, or pushing? Do you ever feel frightened about what your partner says or does? Does your partner ever abuse you physically, emotionally, or sexually? Again, remember using these together is the best way to use for your screening tests. When you are concerned someone might be a victim of IPF, how can you help them? Well, first, you need to validate the patient. 
by thanking them for telling you. It can be very difficult for patients to open up and you can remind them that everyone just deserves to feel safe and talking like this is a very important step. Then you need to enhance their safety. A plan for the future. You can assess safety by asking if they're worried about their safety or the safety of their children. Have others expressed concerns for you? If there's physical harm, has it increased recently? Does your partner have a weapon? Have they ever said threatening statements or threatened to kill you? Do not have an expectation that the patient will leave their partner in the moment. Your goal in this moment is not to have them leave their, their, their partner. It's more for them to have a safe exit strategy and for them to feel more control in the situation. So things you can do to help with assessing their safe exit is if you need to leave your home in a hurry, where could you go? How would you get there? Um, what is your plan regarding your children? Have you discussed it with your children? Do you have any plans regarding your pets? Lastly, you can provide support through referrals. There are resources that you can provide to your patients, including the hotline for the National Domestic Violence or the number of 1-800-799-SAFE. There's a National Dating Abuse Helpline. There's a National Sexual Assault Helpline. Any of those three resources you can give to your patients as well, making sure that they have a safe place to put it and it wouldn't be something that their partner would find. So overall, IPV should be more present in our assessments for our patients as there are health consequences associated with this as well as an increased mortality. Thank you for your time. See you next week.